Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It is 745. Good morning. I'm Scott Jagow. Glad to have you in. Total Information AM on KMOX. It is time for our chat with Tom Ackerman, who's at the New Bowl BMW Toyota Sports Desk. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Scott. How are you? I'm doing good. Yesterday was frustrating uh, in terms of the Cardinals. That game, you know, had a couple of rain delays and the Cardinals had a lead. And after the umpiring on the day before, I mean, Marmol gets thrown out. I think that was a residual effect of what happened in the previous game, but uh, how did you see yesterday? I mean, I saw it as a classic Cardinals-Cubs game, and just unfortunately for Cardinals, it didn't come out the way that fans or the team or anybody else wanted. I mean, it was just uh, it was a crazy game between two teams that are sub-500 that have a lot of flaws, and we saw that yesterday. I mean, the pitching kind of gave way to – two teams that can hit the ball around and the Cubs had 15 hits. Uh, the Cardinals had a really nice game all from an offensive standpoint. I mean, Nolan Gorman hit his 20th home run, a ball that might still be traveling. <laughs> uh, he, they had 10 hits yesterday. The team did Newt Barr hit the first pitch out of the ballpark. That doesn't happen. Uh, Goldschmidt, uh, had a hit. Everybody had a hit in the lineup except for Jordan Walker and Paul DeYoung and for me and actually, uh, but, you know, you had a really nice game out of the offense. But Miles Michaelis gave up five runs, 11 hits in five innings. I mean, that's just not the start that you want. And if you're going to win ball games, Jordan Montgomery gets the start today. and We'll see what he can do. Jack Flaherty was actually pretty good when you look back at what happened on Friday. It's just that, as you mentioned, the umpire, Ron Culpa, blew a couple of calls, actually, strikes that were called that were outside of the zone that would have been ball four and the Cardinals might've won that game and went for a series win yesterday. So it, it is, uh, it is frustrating, but this whole year has been frustrating and kind of is what it is right now for the Cardinals. You're looking at building your team for 2024 here at the deadline. Yeah. Heading into the series, I thought maybe if they could keep the momentum going, win three out of four or sweep, then we might be having a different conversation. Now the best they can do is split. So the trade deadline is August 1st. I knew you and Matt Pauly are going to be doing a show about that coming up. Uh, and Hennessy Cabrera traded to the Blue Jays. So something's already gotten going. What else do you expect in the next few days? I think they're going to acquire pitching and lots of it, but I'm not sure how many pitchers that would be, but they are going to do that. And I think that anybody is 
well, I mean, there's a handful of players that aren't going to be traded, but I think pretty much anything is on the table except for you can forget about Arenado, Goldschmidt, Walker, Wynn, Gorman, and Newt Bar. That that would be my group of those players are not going to be moved. I think anybody else is a possibility because the Cardinals have a lot of outfielders and a lot of middle infielders, and they do have a lot of pitching, actually, that teams would covet that have expiring contracts. So we're talking about the pitcher that's going today, Montgomery, the pitcher that went Friday, Flaherty, Jordan Hicks, very attractive to a lot of teams on the back end of the bullpen. I think Chris Stratton, his contract expires. He's going to he's a rubber arm. I mean, who wouldn't want him to kind of shore up the bullpen? The Cardinals did just that last year when they acquired him along with Jose Quintana. And then you have Tyler O'Neill, certainly is a trade candidate. Paul DeYoung. I mean, you could just go down the list of, of players that I think teams would be interested in. What complicates it a little bit is the injury situation that they're in. A wrist injury to Tommy Edmond makes it, you wonder what his value is in the trade market. Brendan Donovan has a flexor strain that who knows you know, if that will ever heal itself uh, or if he needs some help doing that. He can't throw without some pain he can hit but that's been now a few weeks going here so yeah things like that I think that you're going to see some movement I think the Cardinals have assets to trade I think you can forget about the players that I mentioned Um, it would have to take something monumental to get a Nolan Gorman out of their hands at this point I mean he is hitting 243 but you can see for yourself what kind of a player he is he's Mm -hmm. 23 years old he's got a very very special bat this is a really a disappointing season because the Cardinals have one of the best offenses, I think, in the National League. I mean, they're not in last place, but they're a half game out of last place, and they're 11 games under 500 with this kind of offense. It really is a shame. So they're going to have to build their pitching and get starters and relievers that they can carry into 24 and, quite honestly, 25. That What they're looking for is controllable value and talent, and not – anything more than that they want players that they can lock up for a while that are very good and then they can spend some money because they do have some money coming off the books so they could go in free agency in theory and throw down some money on another starter or reliever but that's exactly what they're setting out to do here on august 1st well city sc plays tonight in the league's cup in columbus they have a break from the regular season I'm curious what you think the team's strategy or thinking is with this sort of quote-unquote break in terms of keeping the health intact, uh, you know, the priority of the regular season versus this League's Cup. What do you think? Yeah, they'll play it smart without a doubt. They're not going to put themselves in a bad situation for late August, September, October. But they absolutely are going to stay in a great rhythm and training. I think they'll keep their routine exactly as they can. They did give the players some time off before they got back to practice on Wednesday. And now they have this game at Columbus. But they're excited about the opportunity to play some of these great teams home and away. So I think that you'll still see them enjoying themselves, using it as an opportunity to continue to push themselves and play at a high level competitively, but they'll keep an eye on health. The good thing is you're on target to get quite possibly Klaus back on August 20th when they play again, so that's great. Um, That'll be the game against Austin here. Uh, Other than that, you know, you're looking at uh, some time to, to watch some of your favorite players and, you know, just kind of enjoy the ride here for the next month. 
I know you're a big golf guy. The Open Championship is going on in England, and a couple of Americans are at the top of the leaderboard. I'll be honest, I never heard of Brian Harmon. Who is he? Well, I'll tell you about him. He finished second in the 2017 U.S. Open, which was at Aaron Hills in Wisconsin. It was a very short-lived 54-hole lead because back then in 2017, the lefty Harmon had the lead, a one-shot lead, and Brooks Kepka raced it in two holes. He came out and birdied the first two holes, and the reason you've never heard of Brian Harmon is Brooks Kepka absolutely dominated that U.S. Open. Uh, you probably remember it well, how he walked around that golf course and looked like a champion, actually uh, tied Rory McIlroy's U.S. Open record for under par for a championship. He looked awesome that day. He shot 67, I do believe, in that final round. And then he came here the next year in 2018, and he won the PGA Championship at Belle Reve. I mean, this was when Brooks Kepka, who is still a great, great player. I mean, he just won uh, the PGA Championship. But he was playing at a ferocious level and just kind of erased Brian Harmon in a blank. Different deal here. I mean, Harmon does have the lead, but he has a five-shot lead. And Harmon is playing really well. The lefty is a very steady player. He's from Georgia. He grew up in Savannah, Georgia. He lives in Sea Island, Georgia. He's won twice on the PGA Tour. He's 36 years old. He has a wife and three kids. And, you know, he's he's out there playing golf for a living and, and has caught fire here recently. And with two PGA Tour victories to his credit and four professional wins total, he's 18 holes away from winning a major, which will change your life. So from yeah. one to the next. And, and, you know, it's interesting is we just saw Wyndham Clark an unknown as well to most. Uh, he goes out and wins the U.S. Open in the last major, and these things can happen. These players can can catch fire and, and not wilt under the pressure. Will there be pressure on Harmon today? Absolutely. I mean, he's six shots in front of John Rahm, but John Rahm just shot a 63 on this very tough golf course, Royal Liverpool uh, in England. So we'll see if Rom can put a little pressure on him if Harmon starts to fall back a little bit. By the way, Cam Young is five shots behind him at seven under. Should be fun to watch. What do you have coming up at 10 on sports on a Sunday morning? Ollie Marmel, Cardinals manager, will be with us from Wrigley Field. Then at 1030, Dan Reardon will talk to us about this very topic, the Open Championship. We have at 11.15, Lutz Fannin-Steel, the sporting director for City. We're going to hear an interview with Indiana Vasilev the terrific midfielder for City, and we'll honor Scott Rowland, who is going into the Baseball Hall of Fame today in Cooperstown, along with Fred McGriff, the great St. Louis Cardinals third baseman, will relive his career right here on KMOX. All right, Tom Ackerman, thanks so much. All right, buddy, thank you. Sports on a Sunday morning, 10 to noon today, and then we'll get into the pregame for the final game of the Cards-Cubs series in Chicago they head off to Arizona tomorrow and then back here to play the Cubs in another four-game series next weekend. It is 7.55. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.